Hey everybody, welcome to Radical Candor. My name is William Smith. If you happen to uh, be listening to this, you probably know who I am already. But if you were just somebody that just randomly clicks on shit on the internet, then uh, I wanted to extend a welcome to you as well. Uh, This is a podcast where I'm going to be talking about some stuff, and hopefully it's entertaining. Of course, if it isn't, feel free to delete and feel no shame or regret. Um, One of the things that you may not know about me is that I religiously record an audio diary every single day. Um, I like to walk or when I'm driving in the car, I like to just kind of catalog my thoughts. And so what radical candor is going to be is in essence that, um, that audio journal, that audio, um, recording of what I'm thinking, what's, what I'm passionate about, what I, what I'm not passionate about, what I hate, um, what I want to vent about. And, um, I just love the whole medium of podcasts because it gives me an outlet to be creative. It gives me an outlet to do something new that I haven't done before. And um, I like listening to things in headphones while I'm doing other things. And podcasts are perfect for that. So I'm going to talk a little bit about that. I'm also going to talk about in this first episode um, what's inspired me to create a podcast and what is this podcast going to be like. Um, Who I would want as a sponsor if I actually had a sponsor, which I don't. Um, And some of this is actually um, inspired from another uh, show that I listened to called the I Am Rappaport podcast, where in his first episode, he kind of laid out like uh, Michael Rappaport is the host of that podcast. I should explain that because probably no one listening to this is going to know who that is. Um, He kind of had some questions like what inspires him or who inspires him? Um, Who would he want to have as a sponsor? Um, what is he going to talk about? What are the kind of topics that he's going to talk about? Who are the type of people he would like to talk to? And so I'm going to do that in this first episode because I felt like that was the best way to kind of just get started. And with like any project um, that I get really excited about, there's always that point of time where you just have to get started. You just have to like sit down and record. And so I'm going to do that uh, today. And I have a whole bunch of other topics that I'm going to talk about. Probably going to keep this relatively short, maybe 10 to 15 minutes each. Um, unless I have somebody that's a really kick-ass guest or, you know, a year from now when I've got some, like, just awesome shit going on and I want to talk for longer. Um, I'm not going to edit. So I'm probably going to screw up a ton. And I'm going to do my best not to edit. Um, in my day-to-day job, um, I record podcasts at work. And, um, all of them have to be heavily edited and it, it almost goes against my principles. I don't mean this in a self-righteous way, but I want to capture conversations and thoughts and not have to edit them. Um, the editing kind of, to me, saps a lot of the joy out of recording in the first place. Um, it's not that I'm a bad editor. It's not that I'm lazy. It's just that. I like to capture what I was thinking at a time and just release it. Um, You may notice that I'm sniffling. I'm actually sick. I've been sick for a while. Um, Just a cold, nothing crazy. Um, But I'm not going to obsess over like taking out sniffles, right? So that's what I mean. I'm not going to edit. I'm not going to self-censor myself. I'm not going to, you know, if if I put this podcast out and it doesn't sound like immaculate the first time, I'll get it better the next time. So that's what that is. 
So let me go ahead and get started. Um, who inspires me? There's actually quite a few people that I um, have been inspired by, that I continue to be inspired by, um, that drive me to want to do better. And I'm going to talk about a couple of those people now. Uh, I would say first and foremost, um, I really like listening to uh, the Joe Rogan Experience podcast. And if you haven't listened to it, Joe Rogan, he was the host of Fear Factor. He is also a commentator in the UFC. He was in uh, News Radio, which is a television show. Um, I guess that was back in the, I don't know, it was like the late 90s, uh, maybe the early 90s. Um, I'm going to also adopt a uh, a principle that another one of my influences has, which is the the aforementioned Michael Rappaport. Um, he doesn't fact check anything, so he just throws shit out there and whatever. It's up to you guys. If you're interested in knowing when news radio was on, you can look that up on Google. Um, but essentially, Joe is a super smart guy. He brings in people. He's got his own studio. And he just talks to really smart, interesting people pretty much all day long. Um, and he records it as a podcast. And he doesn't do editing. Uh, the podcasts go for about three hours. Yesterday, he was talking to uh, another comedian named Joey Diaz and um, Andrew Dice Clay. And... Um, I, if I could swap lives with another person, it would probably be Joe Rogan. Um, first of all, he's pretty ripped. Um, the guy's huge. He's also hilarious, and he's really smart. And he has had a pretty profound influence on my life. And I will probably go into more detail about how that how that's happened. Um, in future episodes. So I have to give people a reason to want to come back and listen. But Joe is brilliant, smart, funny. He brings in people to a studio. He sits there, he talks with them. He learns new stuff. He has fun. Um, he gets high with these, with, with his guests. A lot of, only a lot of them go in there like yesterday. They were on the Joey Diaz and Dice Clay smoking it up. Um, but they have a lot of fun, learn a lot of new things. Awesome guys. I love his podcast. Um, I think he's super fucking smart. Um, Michael Rappaport. So I like the I Am Rappaport podcast. And and there's going to be probably more from the um, production side of things. He introduces like really cool beats and stuff and, you know, behind what he's talking. And that kind of goes into the whole editing thing, which I don't want to do a lot of editing. But I really like the format. So the way that he produces the podcast, I think, is is really entertaining and smart and just brilliant. I would throw out there, this might sound kind of, um, I don't know if, I don't know if trite is the right word again, no fact checking. Um, but I like uh, Howard Stern. I think that just the idea that you could sit and have a career over decades where you're just with your friends and you're just busting balls all day long and just, saying whatever you want to say and interviewing celebrity. I think that this is really cool. Really, really cool. Um, I know a lot of people hate Howard Stern. I don't act like Howard Stern. I'm just jealous of what he gets to do for a living. I think that it's pretty fucking awesome. Um, who else is an inspiration to me? Um, on the professional side, um, there's a guy, Will uh, Reynolds. 
And Will is, he owns his own business. I think it's in Philadelphia and San Diego. It's a search marketing business. I don't really care about the search marketing aspect of it. That was my career for a really, really long time. And I was kind of happy to put it behind me. Um, I got, just got really burned out on doing, uh, trying to make stuff that search engines like. I'd rather make stuff that people like. And, um, but he says some really profound stuff. And I really recommend checking him out, going onto YouTube, uh, looking for some of his talks. He's a really smart fucking guy. And uh, I really enjoy um, listening to him. I've seen him talk live a couple times. I'll just throw out Jay Bear. Um, Jay's a guy that I used to work with. Uh, he hired me over Twitter when I was living in Phoenix, Arizona. And I decided that I wanted to enter the agency world and kind of give that a shot. I'd worked in marketing, um, you know, on like an in-house or company marketing for, for by that time, I guess it was maybe like a dozen years. And I just decided, you know what? I want to see if I can hang in the, uh, in the faster paced agency world. And I reached out to him. I networked with him online. He ended up uh, hiring me. And uh, he's an incredible guy to work with. Um, super smart. I wish we would have had more years to work together. I think we probably worked together about a year and a year and a half. And then he went off just to be, you know, just to blow up as like a best selling author and um, conference speaker. And, you know, he's his stuff pops up in ad age and he's he's all over the place and super smart guy. Uh, if I had a tenth of his smartness, um, I would be much, much better off than I am right now. Not that I'm off to a bad start, but you know what I mean? So those are all people that really inspire me that I, that I look to and I say, I wish I could be like that. I wish I could be that smart. I wish I could be that focused. I wish that I could do all the stuff that they're doing and have that type of discipline. And I just don't. And so one of the things that I want to do for this year is I want to get this podcast up and out in the world. And I want people to listen to it and I want to learn from it and get better and smarter. And you have to take a first step. And that's what this is. So those are the people that inspire me. Who would I want as a sponsor? If somebody ever wanted to come to me and say, Will, for your Radical Candor podcast, we want to give you this product. I would say, well, the number one, if you know me already, you probably know what my first answer is going to be. If this is the first time you're having exposure to me. Um, I love iced tea. I love a specific iced tea called tea java. Tea java, T-E-J-A-V-A. Some people call it Tahava, but it's tea java. It is a unsweetened iced tea. It comes in a gigantic bottle. And it is, as far as I can tell, the perfect iced tea. It wins awards every single year um, for best iced tea. It is bottled by a company called Crystal Geyser. I believe they just bottle water. They might bottle other things, but they're based in San Francisco. I love this tea so much that I had a website for a really long time where I just cataloged pictures of me 
taking of me taking photos with bottles of this tea in like really weird circumstances or weird places. Like basically like every day for a year, I took a photo of me drinking this tea in a different location or a different place or, or doing something different. One of them, I was showering myself with tea outside and, um, never got noticed by these guys. Um, I actually think that their marketing is really subpar. I think that they ignore social media. They ignore the legions and legions of fans of people that really enjoy this tea. They're fanatical about this tea. And for whatever reason, they just have like a total blind spot to what's going on out there in the world of people that love this product. And I've emailed them. I've offered to work with them for free. Um, I've sent them marketing ideas, never got a response. Um, but as much as that annoys me, as much as that kills me that I can't get their attention, I still love their product. I still buy their product. Um, I still evangelize their product. So T-Java would be one. Another one, um, I have become a Addicted to these animal crackers. They're called animalitos and I get them at Fred Meyer. Fred Meyer is like a, it's like a, a, I would say like a nicer target. If you don't live in a place that has a Fred Meyer. Um, great. There's a, some mowing going on outside and my dog is now going berserk. I will uh, close my window real quick. See no editing. I'm going to have to get used to no editing because that's the kind of thing that would normally really irritate me. Um, so they're really cheap. They're like a dollar for a bag of like 300 animal crackers, but they're just the most delicious animal cracker. It's almost impossible to eat. What well, is impossible to eat just one. And everyone I've given them to also finds it impossible to eat just one. So animalitos would definitely be one. Um, what else? What else? Um, maybe, maybe like a microphone company or, you know, an audio equipment company. I love the, the, the gadgets and all the tech, um, that I have here for recording. Um, I'm using a really nice microphone. It's a Rode Procaster and I've got it running through a, a digital audio interface, which is really cool into my Mac and, um, use logic pro for, editing, although like I said, I'm not going to be editing. Um, I probably would want some sort of a technology company. Um, Apple would be good, although I'm going to have plenty of things to say about Apple because I was the biggest Apple fanboy until I would say the last year. Um, and I have a lot of things to say about that. So I'm going to be talking about that. So that leads into what am I going to be talking about? I'm going to be talking about observations, life lessons. I might talk about sports. I might talk about movies, television. Basically, it's going to be a potpourri. It's going to be just, what is it? What What's on my mind? What's made an impact on me? What am I thinking about? What's inspired me? That kind of stuff. Um, I have a bunch of stuff to talk about when it comes to like workplace etiquette, um, what I've seen that really works well, what doesn't work well, um, the creative process, um, building things, 
is something that's a, a huge interest to me. Probably talk about my uh, my upbring- upbringing a little bit, um, kind of things that I did that got me to the point where I'm at now. For anyone who's interested, um, I have been told that I'm good at ranting about things and people enjoy listening to me rant. If you're a friend of mine on Facebook, you probably have seen some of those rants. Um, I I tried to stay away my best from uh, tried to stay away from politics the best that I can. Uh, I think that our country is headed for basically doomsday. Uh, so I'll probably be talking about that too. Although I don't want to get myself too depressed. Um, but that's kind of in a nutshell what Radical Candor is going to be about. Um, maybe I should spend a second to talk about the name uh, that I, for the podcast. So I guess it was probably four or five months ago now, and there was a an email that was going around the office uh, that was forwarded to me, and it was one of these articles that you find, like, you know, in Harvard Business Review or Entrepreneur or um, something like that, that basically was talking about, you know, you should exercise radical candor in the in the workplace. You should... Um, cut the bullshit and you should just tell people what you think, how you feel. If you think something is going off in the wrong direction, you should say that. If you think somebody needs to snap out of it and do a better job or whatever it is, you should be radically honest. You should have radical candor. And that's actually a principle that I've lived my entire life by. Um, and, and, and almost in every case, it gets me nowhere. Um, in a professional setting, in a personal setting, different story. In a professional setting, people go to work. Everyone wants to feel like what they're doing is the most important thing. Everyone wants to feel like what they're doing is 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 the best work that they've ever done. But how often can you say that you actually are doing the best work you've ever done, or that a person is doing the best that they can possibly do? It's it's pretty rare. Um, and so, I've always tried to just be really honest. Like if I think an idea is a bad idea, I'll say, I think that's not the best idea or I don't think that's a great idea or that's a bad idea or where did that idea come from? And usually uh, feelings get in the way and people start to feel like they're being attacked and you know, I don't know why you're saying such things, but uh it's something that's necessary. And I think that it saves a lot of time and frustration later, you know, and I think people should be able to take criticism and maybe I've been able to take criticism in my life and career because I've always kind of tried to be involved in creative pursuits. Um, I was a musician for a long time. Um, and I like to design things and build things. And I'm always looking for someone to tell me, you know, what they think about what I'm doing. A lot of times when you're a creative person, you're doing things for other people. And you want their acceptance. And so I've always insisted that people be really honest with me. And I wish that other people would would embrace that, um, but they rarely do. And so I just want to make my podcast about that because, honestly, I'm, I'm not going to self-censor myself. I'm, I'm going to say what I feel and whatever implications that brings. Now, I'm not going to go out of my way to be, to be an asshole to people. I'm not going to go out of my way to call somebody out on a, on a personal podcast because that's really lame. Um, but I'm going to speak about situations and things where I think that um, 
you know, people can learn something from, from the, from the honesty. So that's the point of it. Uh, you may have heard a little beep and that was my, one of my best friends, Heather, who was actually sending me a, a nice little text. So, um, again, no editing. So that's it for episode one of radical candor. Um, I don't know how often I'm going to produce these. I'm, my thought is once a week. Um, we'll see how that goes. If I really dig it, I'll do it every single day. Um, but uh, that's episode one, and I hope that you will be back for episode two. And um, I would say listen for a couple. And if it's really dumb, then you can unsubscribe or don't ever listen again. Um, but I hope that uh, someone will listen, and I hope to uh, start a dialogue and make some new friends and, and eventually have other people on to talk to. So have a great day, everybody. Signing off.